Well, I have nothing prepared ever either, so. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> Do you think it's recording like this? It, it recorded like this, yes. Hopefully it stops and it's just like continue forever. That was weird as hell. Is that how we're going to... Do you want to redo? I mean, sure, if it works. <laughs> God. <laughs> Maybe we give them both. That was fucking wild. <laughs> it's the psychedelic episode, man. I took too many shrooms, and at the beginning, I heard it going. Why do I know our own fucking theme song? What's the very first line? Is it your name? It's your name. <laughs> it's Sam and Michelle. <laughs> I'm so dumb sometimes. Sister Sam and Michelle. Sister Sam? Sister Studio. Susudio? What's a studio? A studio. A Susudio apartment. That's what I've always wanted to rent when I was younger. A Susudio apartment. So I could have one of those big rolling doors like Adam Sandler had in Big Daddy. You know what I'm talking about? I do. You know what's nice about having a very bad beginning? That they're never bad. Is that it can only go up from here. No, I think it was beautiful. To the heavens. This episode is at the bottom of the stairway to heaven, and we're going to start walking up. It's interesting you mentioned stairway to heaven on this album, or this uh, episode of which we're talking about this certain album. (sighs) I'm sure it is. Hold that in your head for Um, the time being. We'll see. All right. If I remember to tell you about it. Anyway, hi everyone, it's podcast time. Welcome to Couple of Critics Podcast, I'm Michelle. Hi, I am Sam, I'm hillbillied out today, I got my hair down. Michelle absolutely detests my you long used... flowing, beautiful, no, gorgeous, you don't have... red locks Mm-mm. of hair. You used to have beautiful hair, just I... like I used to have a better body. But my body went to shit and your hair looks awful. It's stringy and thin looking. But it's also like different. It's gorgeous. It's because it's different layers. So most of your hair is not long. Oh, I know. So what little bit of your hair is long makes it look thin well, and wait stringy until the rest and gets nasty. In. God, you look like a fucking scary person that comes out of the shadows at night when people are walking down the street and they're like, hey, and they're not asking for money. They're like, hey, have you seen that? Have you seen that thing? That thing I like? Yeah. I just want to make a friend on the street and then you when you're done bothering people you just walk backwards like Homer into a bush but into your shadow. Hey kid. Uh, you seen a breast before? Oh look at this. <laughs> and then you just pull your shirt up. Yeah, and I have a picture of a lady's tit taped to my tit. Oh, I figured it would just be you're showing them your man tits. Like my old saggy tit. You don't have a you saggy me, tit. You make me feel like I look like Riff Raff from... Uh, well, you're not bald on top, <laughs> but fuck yeah, you look like Riff Raff. I would say Riff Raff's hair looks thicker than yours does right now. That is some thin, stringy, 
sad looking hair. It's not sad. It's sad. People that see it like it, except for you and uh, Lazy D. And uh, well, I've only had two people tell me they liked it, and they're both of the same bloodline <laughs> as yours. Oh, that's just because they like you, and they want yeah. they want they want a reason to say something to yeah. you. They don't know how to break the ice any other way. Because <laughs> we don't have to break any ice. I just have to tell me how beautiful icebreakers. My... Uh, do you remember this game? It was called Don't Break the Ice. I, of course I do, Sam. We are the same age. Where you like had a little hammer and you mm-hmm. had to pick out pieces of a little plastic, plastic box, but it made it look blocks. like it was ice. I remember setting it up was a pain in the ass because <laughs> it was just this open area, this open like plastic. It was like a stand, wasn't stand, it? Stand, and yeah. then you just had to like set it up and like squeeze them in there and make sure that they were all the same height and everything, so it would be fair and even. And you just end up pushing one through accidentally, I'm sure. Yeah, I I link that game with Kerplunk. Do you remember Kerplunk? I remember hearing about it. I think that was a Your Family game. It, I don't know what it is. It was like a plastic cylinder looking thing that had these sticks in it, and you had to pour marbles through it or something like that. I can't remember the object of the game, but then I also put it next to... Uh, Ants and Pants. Ants and the Pants. That was good. What about Cooties? Do you remember that game? Cooties. Monkeys in a Barrel. Monkeys in a Barrel. Army Men. <laughs> Tic-tac-toe. <laughs> Pickup Sticks. Have you ever played Pickup Sticks? Yeah. Have you ever played Jack's Bitch? No, not legitimately. Not oh, I'm like sorry. The- I shouldn't... Stop calling me a bitch. <laughs> this is, this has been an ongoing thing that I'm like. I didn't even notice. I'm like, what do you want for Ever dinner, since bitch? Since you or became friends with that gay guy named Bo. You're throwing bitch around. Okay. Like you gotta, like and then you ever since I've been to. with you, I've also been more comfortable to be myself, which is just, you know, crass and marvelous. So you <laughs> need to Oh yeah, I threw a positive word in there. Yeah, you didn't see that coming. No. Not. That was oh, a left turn. Were you expecting fat? <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even remember where I was going cuz it doesn't matter. We are a review podcast and we're here to uh review an album in front of you and with you cuz you guys can say whatever the fuck you want. We're not listening, but you're listening to us. So <laughs> you lose. You definitely lose. What a fool you have become for pressing play on such a thing as this. Although, like you said, it has only gone up. It is. It has. It is. It hey. is the truth. Hey. It has gone up. Hey. It can only go up okay. from that disastrous beginning. Yeah, we're a review podcast, but I can't move on without giving my review of the Merciful Fate concert that I went to last night. Thanks to my lovely wife here. It was my birthday present. Well, you, you bought the ticket. I had ticket, already bought the ticket, but still, you took care of it But then I covered me. it. And I appreciate it very much. Uh, midnight opening up, creator opening up. They were all right, if that's your thing, whatever. But when Merciful Fate came on, so I was sitting in this seat. It was beautiful. I was like right at the bottom. Yeah, you got a nice ass. It was a nice ass. Nice, comfortable seat. Like, I was at the end. Like, if you needed to get past me, there was a rail that, like, didn't go all the way over, so they didn't have to, like, really go by me. It was perfect. Good space from the picture. I was next to this beam, and I uh, had my soda pop, and I just placed it safely under the beam. I had my soda pop that I placed under a beam. (laughs) It was a uh, good show. I waited for people to, uh, for the band to come on, and I started analyzing people at the metal show. And I came up with a few... Uh, generic metal people that you will see at these kinds of shows. The first one is the guy who has been a drummer for a drummer or a guitar player or a bass player 
for a long time, he's usually either bald or he's mostly gray, probably in his 40s. Rotund in the midsection. Sometimes, but sometimes still scrawny. You know, some of those guys stay scrawny. Okay. But they want everyone in the venue to know that they know how to play the song that is currently playing on the PA while the band sets up for the next show. So, like, Iron Maiden will be playing, and you'll look around, and you'll see within your vicinity at least 10 guys playing air drums, and, like, accurately, because they want everyone to know around. Same thing with guitar players doing leads and stuff. That's person number one. Show off. type number one. Yes, the show off. That's what we'll call them. Part number two. Person number two. I want you to name all these, by the way, after I I explain them. I'm a judgmental person, so I'll come up with catty things to say. Person number two, mostly females of the older type in their late 40s, 50s. I even saw someone that had to be in their 60s that has lost the looks, that has lost the body. Well, that's usually what we do. For the clothes that they are wearing. Oh, yeah. Like biker chicks. <laughs> like biker with, chicks. With their short, spiky hair. Now, there's a few dudes that are doing this still that are wearing, like, sleeveless shirts and shit like that. And you're like, oh, I can see your side tit hanging out and, like, your gray uh, armpit hair. But it's majority women. And it's, like, still, like, ass cheek kind of shorts with, like, lace or what What do you call it? Like fishnet kind of yeah. leggings, but you're like... <laughs> Ladies that probably sound like this. <laughs> yes, they yeah. all sound like yeah. that. Who's going to get their dick sucked after the show? <laughs> Come see the guy me. that they came with. Um, <laughs> is it, 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 it? She has a name that ends in a Y. Oh, yeah, Kathy. No, it's like Peggy or Sandy. Oh, Peggy, Sandy, I like all these. Uh, Fucky. <laughs> Sucky. <laughs> Jizzy. <laughs> and person number three. Person number three. You can jizz in me. My shit ain't worked in years. Uh, person number three, my favorite. No, I wanted to cut you off. Thank uh, you. Obviously. Okay, continue. Uh, what's that name of that? Like, what would you call that type of person? You've already named. Oh, that's a, um, that's a show slut. Still. <laughs> I'm coming for sucking and fucking. My name's Sandy the show slut. <laughs> you heard the confidence in that. Person number three, I'll skip to four. Person number four is people like me who are just like normal people just hanging out. We're not oh, like. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, people I'm, with hair like that are normal. Uh, <laughs> fuck off. I'm not normal because <laughs> as I'll get to in a minute, I kind of lost my mind. Uh, person number three is. Older gentlemen, this is exclusive to like older acts like Iron Maiden and like this. Older guy who is still just as obsessed but has like a regular job and has like regular family things. So he doesn't look metal anymore. So he's wearing khaki shorts above the knees, white Reeboks, white socks, has a watch on like an Apple watch with a nice clean cut haircut, which is usually gone all gray. But... Is wearing the shirt of the tour at the time and knows every fucking word. Do they sometimes, like in between bands, lean up against railing and text their wives to let them know that it everything's like good? It. This guy, part in, uh, this- does he fit into the category of the guy who you shared a picture of that zoomed in? No. That guy, I, I can't fit that guy into a category. Oh, that sounded like the, the last ca- category that you just said. No. The guy that I'm talking about was well, he, he was all about the show. On. He was looking around people like, "Come on, merciful fate, yeah!" But like you could tell, he go, he has like a board meeting on Tuesday. Oh really? <laughs> and yeah. then and then I guess there are people like me because 
when King Diamond came out, I was waiting. I was waiting to see if I was going to be like, this is uh, good or not. He came out and he did the first song. And I was cackling laughing and I was yelling. Or not yelling, but I was saying to myself, <laughs> it's so fucking good. He destroyed it. It sounded better than any recording I've ever heard. Any recording does not do it justice. This man is 66 years old and put on the greatest vocal metal performance I've ever seen. And I've seen a lot of fucking metal bands. I did, uh, you, I, go, I did go to the old YouTubes and I looked up video Merciful Fate uh, <laughs> singing. And he does still sound pretty good for an old man. He sounds, pre- he sounds better than he did back in the day. And he'll tell you that. And other people will tell you that. He, like, he will tell a, you? I sound better I, now than I ever have. He does. He stopped smoking. So he's like, I finally feel the effects of not smoking cigarettes What is his accent like? Uh, he's it's not... kind of like a Dutch sounding thing. What is? <sighs> he's kind of like. Uh, so I told him to go to Pantera, and I liked Pantera. But, but when he's kind of Dracula, he sounds like Dracula. But when he talks <laughs> during the show, he's got a gragly voice, and he says, "Hello, Cincinnati. It's good to be back. Yes, it is." And then he goes, Wah! and I was fucking losing it. I didn't budge at all during Creator and Midnight, but when that first song came on, I was sitting in a chair, headbanging harder than anyone around me, screaming the words to songs, because I looked up the set list to make sure I knew what was going to happen, because I'm not super familiar. As the podcast fans know, this is all new to me, so I made sure I was familiar. I'm very glad I did. I had a great fucking time. Merciful Fate, not only was King Diamond on point, but the guitar players were fucking killing it. The drummer killed it. The bass player killed it. The stage show was awesome. 10 out of 10. Go see Merciful Fate. You only have so much time. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. Now, yeah. as you said, that you were jamming from a chair. Let me help you out from that chair. And um, <laughs> let's move along to why we're actually here today, Sam. We're here today to talk about an album that I had no idea what to expect. To talk about a what? An album. Okay. Did you not hear what I said? I did, but it all just kind of really flowed together. That's your own fucking weird. hang up, dude. You need to check your reality at the door. <laughs> you need to go back to the hill that you live on where you don't get service or have dog. any reaction. Did you come up here because you think I had oil? Well, I don't. They took the last barrel. Oh, damn it, you're throwing me off. You need to go to your hill where you have zero interactions with the outside world. You don't know what's going on. You don't know that people bathe because people don't bathe where you live. They just they just wipe themselves with water from the creek. That's an ugly stereotype, and I resent you for that. We're clean as can be. We get a deer to lick our nutsack clean. I'm not talking about your nutsack. I'm talking about the fact that you have crick mud in your hair. I ain't got no quick mud in my hair. As the picture suggests that I sent you last night, I have bedliner in my hair. Yeah, and a matted, nappy dread. One dread. One dread. One dread. Let's get together and try to bite that dread. Ow. Can't get it. Please. Why are we here? We're here to listen to and review Electric Larry Land, an album by a band called Butthole Surfers, but you all already know that because it's the title of the fucking episode. Now, I didn't know much about the Butthole Surfers. Let's just start there. Really knew that song by Pepper, and I knew that Beavis and Butthead were always like, yeah, Butthole Surfers. And let's 
the, the fucking name is hilarious. It's always been a name that you're just like, I'm always going to remember the butthole surfers. And it's just, it's kind of amazing that they got away with it. <sighs> I assume that this was just a random pick. I, I'm, a, I'm just saying, I'm assuming that this is not something that you had listened to before and you just needed something. And yeah, you were basing it off of the song Pepper and No, going not from that there. part. I was basing it off of that. I know a lot of people in the alternative scene claim the Butthole Surfers were a big influence. So Butthole Surfers is one of those bands that beyond Beavis and Butthead... We were watching Beavis and Butthead, and it reminded me of the Butthole Surfers. And then I thought to myself, oh, this is a band I've always been curious about. There's a fucking great option. I happen to <laughs> speak with my hands but, and place it to my cheeks. It's the way that you're like, yeah. you, you put your fingers to your cheeks and then like explode out when you're talking. <laughs> I don't think I've really noticed that before. You're so red. Like, I caught you doing something you're not supposed to. (laughs) You caught me putting my hands on my face. (laughs) I just think it's funny. It's just a random, weird, like, fireworks from my cheeks. Fireworks from my cheeks. All right, I'm going to start this album so we can start talking about it. This is a song called... That thing that Travis Harpster, our good friend, does not believe in anymore. He thinks they're all surveillance robots. This is a song called Birds. They're making war with humans. (laughs) Now, yeah, I've always heard the Butthole Surfers as like this artistic band who had like wild shows and people liked them. And I know the name Gibby Haynes, which which is the lead singer guy that has like that gap going on in his teeth and looks funny. I don't know what they look like at all. I don't oh, really? know that I've ever actually seen that. I can look it up on my look phone since Gibby you're the Haynes. one controlling things. He's got, a, he's got a good face for rock and roll. He's like real memorable. He almost looks like Jermaine Clements. Jermaine Clements. Um, I like to say right off the bat, I was like, oh, this is exactly what I wanted out of the butthole surfers, and this is exactly what I expected out of the butthole surfers. Okay. Do you recognize him? Only from from like that picture. Yeah, there he is. But he looks very similar today. Just yeah. aged glasses. He looks totally like an artist. Some people just have that face mm-hmm. that's like, you're going to be creative. Like a less, less playful face. Yeah, it does have a less playful face. Just an alternative looking guy. So you what about this guy? I was just saying I'd always heard you of his name. And I, okay. His face always stuck with me. Like I said, he just has a face for like... Like, he has an alternative-looking face. He's not ugly. I'm not saying he's ugly. He's just, like, memorable. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. And I'm very... This is exactly what I wanted out of the Butthole Surface. This is a good, strong start for me. It's got, like, a punky attitude going mm-hmm. to it, an aggressive attitude. I agree. You I know, will... with me, that's what I'm looking for. Uh, I'll throw in my judgment prior to listening to it early. Gotcha. I assume that this I pretty much got what I expected I will say that I I expected it to be in this vein but I expected to not really hear a song that was better than Pepper and I think that that's why I've never heard of them beyond just being kind of like an alternative band that had an interesting name and had a song that a lot of people liked yeah you know because if some if there's some album that it's like man if this is like a, a hidden gem 
you would have heard about it by now. And I've never heard about it. So, But you have heard people say things that they think that they're good and neat and stuff. But I've, I've never personally had that experience. But it's still, it's not bad. I like pepper. But it just, I didn't expect to be blown away. And I wasn't. But I don't, the whole album is what you're saying right now. Yeah, but I yeah. enjoyed it. Like, I didn't, I didn't hate it. There were some songs that I obviously like more than others. And Me I do too. think, I agree it has a good strong start with this bird song. It has a nice sound. It's just kind of like a forward punk sort of sound that I don't think super continues. 90s. I yeah. would agree. I, I agree. You pretty much hit the nail on the head for me too. I expected this sound more often, but I kind of expected to just be okay with butthole surfers. And I may have even tried the butthole surfers in the past and completely forgotten. Oh, you, you know have. what I mean? Yeah, when you pulled out, there was a little bit of poop on your penis. <laughs> Uh, Ew, gross! Fun jokes for the podcast. First of all, you love poop. Let me slurp on that poop. So you are a butthole surfer, because I'm assuming they're not surfing on a wave of water. It's not like you just have water in your butthole. Unless you just got out of the bidet. You're soofing on... Sur- out of you're soofing? You're soofing on poop? <laughs> He's soofing on poop? We need to start marketing ourselves, and we need... I was looking at... When you were showing me those shirts and like plates earlier of those, mm-hmm. the ninety day fiance like Slayton stuff sisters and, the and shit like that, thousand pound sisters. Now we need to make a shirt of your silhouette, and it just says, "What was it? I forgot." You're you're slooping on poop. <laughs> <laughs> you're slooping on poop. You're slooping on poop. Hang on, Sloopy. You're slooping on poop. Hang on, Sloopy. Slooping on poop. Yeah. All right. Three guys, mainly in this band, Michelle. Yeah, when did this album come out, by the way? This album came out in... Let's see. I forgot. I have it right here. May 1996. 6, 1996. Only one hit. But this album did make it to... Where the fuck did it go? Billboard charts. It made it to the U.S. Billboard 31. So pretty good for a rock and roll band i would say it's solely because of that pepper song well you said that you're surprised that they could get away with their name it does say here just in the little wikipedia preview uh it says that the there's an alternate yeah and it yeah. was b like it didn't say butthole surfers it was like b symbols h symbols yeah it's, it's that like star symbol it's the asterisk, baby. Yeah, the asterisk. B asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. Yeah, I didn't want to say it's that. Asterisk, asterisk, it was easier to just say symbols. Oh, no. Symbols. Symbols. Three guys. Gibby Haynes, Paul Leary, King Coffee, not Diamond. Don't get excited, everyone. I got excited, too. I'm excited not about the name King or Coffee. Please continue. You hurt me. I don't need to like everything yeah, you like. You need to worship at the ground of King Diamond. You played a Merciful Fate song earlier, so as a joke, I immediately played All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey afterwards. It's not the season for that. I would never listen it's to that song before Thanksgiving. You played it for me. But I did because I love you so much and oh, I want to share in certain things with you. And, um, you know. I appreciate it. Next song's called Cough good. Syrup. <laughs> I also I enjoyed this song more than I expected to. This song grew on me. This is also what I expected out of the Butthole Surfers. 
because I almost expected like an art college band. And this has a real arty college band Remem- feel to it. Imagine Art the Clown college band. I'm imagining right. it right now. And I couldn't be happy. It's just like indie looking kids, totally All outfit dresses. and everything, but just their faces have the clown makeup and they have a little hat on top. I like it. And Pam is seeing Terrifier 2 right now awesome. as we speak. <laughs> I've. I like that movie more and more as I get away from it, but... It's because you can remember I, the things that you liked about exactly. it and forget the things that you didn't. Exactly. So and then when I watch clips, I'd be, I'll be like, oh, yeah, this is like... Some of it's real low budget still in a way that, like, the acting isn't the greatest, but I've, I fucking love art so much. I feel like Kent feels that way about Halloween Ends because he keeps watching it. <laughs> He's obsessed with what he hates. I wanted you to be better. I'm going to watch you again. Please be better. Please be better. Damn, my gut's starting to hurt. Yeah, my gut felt that way when we started. So there's a guy on here, Michelle. I'm here. Do you need to go poop again? Oh. <laughs> well, then talk about the goddamn band. They're three I guys. Ready to. They're indie guys. I already, that's all I know about those dudes. They just—they're like the main dudes in the band since the '80s. Have they done anything else? Like, have they worked in any other side bands, or do they just? Oh, do they this? all did all sorts of shit. But I didn't dive into that too much. I just wanted to stick with this one. But this guy named Chris Shaw. Where the hell is he? Fuck. He's a producer. Or he's an engineer and mixer guy. He worked on other albums that you might know. The Weezer, Blue Album. I don't know what that is. What the fuck did you just say? The Weezer album. The I don't know what one? that is. Weezer. The, the blue. <laughs> <laughs> Weezer, the yeah, blue one. Yeah, that's the one that you know that has like the sweater song. Yeah, and... that guy mixed and did that one. He also worked on the Low End Theory. Okay. So the guy has something to do with this. And he's won like four Emmy Awards. I love the Low End Theory. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was exciting. It was to me. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to look into this band, and it was not like. You made it a seem like you stuff. got this interesting information. I said I love looking into it, but then once I got into it, I was like, eh, they're just mixers that have worked on some other albums that were okay. Sometimes I get good stories where they're like, this guy made the revolutionary miking technique, and I was hoping to stumble on one of those. But really, it's just like. Ah, another guy that worked on this did the Sublime albums. There well, you go. One thing that's neat about this is that the name is a play off of... I'll let you take over since it's your album. Oh, the, the album? Yes. Oh, Electric Ladyland. Electric Ladyland. Have you ever been? And what's fantastic about that is because that's Jimi Hendrix, is that today we... I almost regularly check Jimi Hendrix. His streaming, I guess that there was a bandmate, that bandmate airs were, uh, they had a lawsuit about streaming stuff. So all of Jimi Hendrix's stuff, at least on YouTube, disappeared for a long time and was gone. And it has reappeared. You found, Sam found it today and it was crazy. Yeah, I just it up. hasn't been that long since I looked. No, I looked up like four days ago and it wasn't up there. And then, then today I was just like, Wait, every fucking Jimi Hendrix album is up here? I bet they added it yesterday. Yeah, But I didn't so. see anything about it other than if you do Google, like, Jimi Hendrix, Hendrix streaming, you will see 
There's a little legal battle. People, well, yeah, there's that, but then there are a lot of people just being like, "Why is Jimi Hendrix not available to stream? This is insane. It's 2022." And I always agreed with that. It's music that needs to be heard. But it needs to be heard. Yeah, I love all the Hendrix albums. They're all good for their own thing. Like I've. We've done become Axis Molded's Love on this, I believe. Did we? I think that's what you gave me. I've become obsessed individually with each of those albums at their own time. Like, I started with Are You Experienced? Good. And then I f- was like, yeah. And then like a few years later, I fell in love with Axis Molded's Love. And I was like, well, nothing's going to top this. And then I got Electric Ladyland, like some double album set. And I was like... It's like all I listened to for three fucking weeks. I remember everyone at uh, Ison's Family Pizza where I was working at the time because I would always take over the fucking radio. They were just like, again? We're listening to it again? And I was just like, oh, yeah, because the question still remains. Have you ever been? Everyone thinks I'm annoying. (laughs) I also wanted to say that the guy that produced this, his name is Scott or Steve Thompson. He produced... Follow the Leader. Ooh, Most importantly, corn. Freak on a Leash <laughs> had a huge hit with that. He did Metallica's uh, One and worked on the Injustice for All album. Uh, Excuse me. He also, with this guy named Markle or Michael Barbell or something like that, Blues Traveler, Run Around, produced that. Hitmaker. And most importantly, this guy produced this hit. I want to dance with somebody. Kick it. I want to feel it. <laughs> it's just funny to think like that guy produced that and he also did the Butthole Surfers album. Don't you want to dance? Say you want to dance. Don't you want to dance? Don't do. you want to dance? Say you want to dance. Don't you want to dance? Oh, and the guy that played bass Don't on this. Don't you want to dance? Say you want to dance. <laughs> did a lot of I Ween albums and uh, played in the Henry Rollins band. So there you go. That's your band history. That's all I know. Other than that, we're just talking about music and probably barely that. All right, let's move along to the <laughs> next move on. song. You're going to know this one, everybody. If you know one, it's this one. Are you going to tell people what it is? No. It's the opposite of salt. It is. It's called pepper. Kick it, boys. Thanks. Um, What's that sound? Boom. Now, this may be someone's favorite song on this album. What do you think that sound is? I was asking you a question. Oh, I didn't hear a boom. You never heard that boom part at the beginning of the song? There's probably a sub drop. There's a thing called a sub drop. It sound like... No. Okay. Then I don't know. How have you never heard this? You've heard this song. Oh, I, I don't really like this song. It's the thing. Oh, you don't? Not really. It's okay. But on this album, it's nowhere near my favorite song. Huh. Yeah. Like, this is one of those songs where I go, oh, I hope they have better songs than that album. But I thought you said that you liked the song, which is why you chose the album. I'm confused. No, I chose this album because this was like the most popular song that people would know. And I figured. But you felt like you should listen to the Butthole Surfers based on what other people have said? Is that... I just chose this album because I knew this single was on here. And I chose the Butthole Surfers in general because... People in an alternative world like the butthole surface. Yeah. In hindsight, I wish I would have chosen the first album because I think it's probably more aggressive, which we're gonna find out when we listen to the song later when we go on a break called Butthole Surfers. Well, I love this part. I don't hate this song. I just I yeah. like this song. I understand that it might be one of those songs that 
can be classified as overplayed since there aren't many butthole surfer songs out there that are going to play on the radio, especially not at this time. Yeah. But I still like it. I think it's a good song. It's weird. It's different than anything else. The It's got a desert psychedelic vibe to it, man. Yeah, it's neat. I don't know. I always liked it. It always stood out to me personally from the first time that I heard it. Not that I can place myself in the first time I heard it, but it's always just been neat to me. And it was a song that was on one of those compilation CDs that I bought. So. Oh, thanks for saying compilation CD. A lot of this album gives me real big Dumb and Dumber vibes. Mm-hmm. Like it's just that whole like, feeling to it that every song almost on here could have just been in that diner at one point. I just saw someone do a TikTok video where they were mouthing the words to this, and they put they were like typed the words out, and where he said that Bobby was a rapist she said racist and put racist on this on like in the text that's clearly not the fucking text people are stupid in the beginning of the song that part that just happened oh Doesn't he say Mikey had a facial scar and Bobby was a rapist they were all yeah. in love with Diane they were doing it in Texas yeah but didn't he say something about somebody's a racist at the beginning it wasn't the Lyrics? part though okay but that does happen in the song right I don't remember that happening oh oh yeah we're consulting lyrics. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> I hate for you to sit here and be like, people are fucking dumb. <laughs> and it's me. I, that's fine. Is it you? Did you look it up already? No, I'm saying that it's me. Oh, 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 oh. Mikey had a facial scar and Bobby was a racist. It's racist? Yeah. I always thought it was rapist. No, later he says something about rape. When he says, then there was the ever-present football player rapist. Oh, maybe that was the part that I was saying that, okay, that's what I meant to say, but I was... So did she write, then there was the ever-present football player racist? I don't remember. (laughs) See, now I'm conflating, I'm mixing it up in my head, and I'm having total self-doubt. So maybe it was just just the wrong part. Take it all back and apologize. I'm sorry, girl on TikTok. I'm wrong. I'm stupid. Does Tig Notaro have a TikTok and she calls it her TikTok? I wouldn't know. You should. You're missing out if you have it. Or it's the worst idea ever. That's usually what comes out of this break. She's too busy fighting Being sickness. S- so. Was she sick? Yeah, she's always sick, isn't oh, she? Oh, no. I don't know. I'd have to be, like, paying attention to probably Instagram or Twitter to find out. And, uh... I have to find that TikTok video and sit things straight in my head. <laughs> you go for it. Just right now, just take up everyone's time. No, right now, I'm not. I'm. I may be stupid, but I'm not an asshole. Yes, I am. That's why people don't like me, and because I don't love the Lord. The Lord. Mm-hmm. The Lord on a board. Ha <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> So we still have this whole album to go through. Oh, a lot of album to go through, and. It's just kind of all bland. I don't like remember much until I get to it. And then we should just listen to it so we do remember. We are. Just play this, this song. This called Thermidor. By the way, this album cover. By the way, this is kind of the butthole servers I'm back into. Yeah. This is where I get it. This is where like, I can see Beavis and Butthead being like, yeah. This song has been getting in my head a lot this week. So I take back things are bland because I just forget 
and I'm a negative guy, so that until I hear it, I'm like, eh. And then I hear it again, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's part of rules. <laughs> I am, too. I let myself go on a rant about something that I was probably wrong about, so I understand. <laughs> yeah, I like this song. And I like it when people play with effects on their voice. I don't like it when they do it every song, or it's like the same effect every song. But I like this little, like, phaser blah, 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 that they're putting on there, and it's got that distortion when people do that a little bit. I'm into it. Like the old microphone sound. Yeah. Like when Les Claypool has that like side green microphone. Oh, Les Claypool again. Oh, Les Claypool, Frank Zappa, Weird Al Yankovic. When will it stop? Guess what we're watching after this episode is done? The uh, the parody biopic itself. <laughs> biopic? Biopic. I like saying biopic. <laughs> I think we've discussed this before. This feels very familiar. Uh, I think other people have, maybe, and you've listened to that. Or we've talked about it. Who cares? Every, everybody loves Jesus. Nope. It's um, everyone loves freedom, and then everyone loves Jesus. I like freedom. The freedom's inside and I'll your fight head. I'll for my freedom. No, I won't. A nose Jesus, <laughs> maybe said. Yeah, you'll meet him when you are dead. So he can be like, uh-uh, not you. You're not going up to my daddy's house. And he pushes the button and you fall to Satan. And then Satan's like, party! You fall to Satan! He's taken! He's taken! He's taken his toe! <laughs> I need to get in a King Diamond Merciful Fate cover band yes. now. You need another thing to do. I'm going to quit my dumb job. Take that, Jimmy. <laughs> He'll, he seems to only listen to the episodes where I rip on him or make a joke about him. So he will listen to this one now. Hi, Jimmy. Fire Sam. Yeah. So I can be in a King Diamond Merciful Fate cover band. Just kidding. Don't fire Sam. He could but also, like... He wouldn't dare. Oh, I know too much. <laughs> There's nothing to know. Although, I do know his username and password. I can pretty much get into everything within his life. <laughs> You're not supposed to reuse passwords, Jimmy. <laughs> Maybe I should cut this part out. <laughs> Everyone reuses passwords. Come on. So I didn't keep talking about it. The cover of this album is like a, guy, is a cartoon with a pencil shoved in someone's ear and there's blood everywhere. It makes my eardrum hurt. You think it's because it's not a lot of blood. No, it's a cartoon-looking thing. It's not super violent. But you think that's them saying that their music is akin to being stabbed in the eardrum with a pencil? Yes, because they are rough and tough, and they're rude and crude. They have attitudes, and they have low self-esteem. So, yeah, I think that's what that means. I don't think their low self-esteem thing exists. I love the bass tone. Listen to the bass. Yeah, because they're like, no one likes you my didn't music. You listen to the goddamn bass. I've heard this song. The people have it. The fucking people haven't heard it. Okay, the bass happened. You can talk now. <laughs> I don't remember what I was talking about. I don't remember. I was talking either. about I was the music. I was always talking about them. There's a pencil Oh, it was about not having confidence. If you think that when people listen to my music, it's like being stabbed in the ear. That's something that, like... That sounds like a sad boy. It sounds like... I don't know about a sad. It sounds like something I would say to kind of seem like, my music is so aggressive, it's like being stabbed in the ear. 
Yeah, but I don't get the vibe from them. I get the no. we're emotional sad boys. Really? No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> not, not at all. That's definitely not the vibe. <laughs> I feel like I get the vibe off these guys. It's just like, we do what we want. Get the fuck out of our way. That's what I get, especially with that. Gibson Haynes. It's Gibby. Yeah, but his full name is Gibson. You know who else? First name, Gibson. You know who else's name is Gibson and goes by Gibby? Yes, A lot of I people. do. A lot of people. But I know one personally. Me too. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> one of my favorite things to say to people, especially my adoring, lovely wife, who's staring at me. With a multitude of emotions in those eyes. No, there's one. <laughs> it's disgust. We should move along. Is it because you keep looking at my hair? It's a, a multitude of things. God damn, she doesn't like me at all. It's an I amalgamation. Well, I mean, come on. <laughs> Everyone gets comfortable. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> this is a song called Ulcer Breakout. Or if you're dumb, Ulcer Breakout. I thought it was Ulker Breakout. I guarantee there's a handful of people in this town within a four block radius that would have read that as Ulker. Do you think the next door neighbor would? Do you think Cletus next door would have? No. Because he's probably had an Ulker before. (laughs) Oh, my (laughs) Ulker. Oh, wait. Ah. I mentioned the Scott Thompson guy. Or, no, Scott Thompson is from uh, He's from Kids of the Hall. Well, I mentioned the Steve Thompson guy, and I found I was looking up info, and he had his biography. Oh, it's gone, damn it! But he had his biography of like how much stuff he had actually created and like produced and stuff. And it was a PDF of like seven pages long, but it was a big, big, big list. It worked with almost everybody. Like, work with Madonna and shit, too. Yeah. It's interesting that there's a producer out there that's just like, I do whatever. I did Metallica stuff. I did. I do. I do. Surfers. I do. Corn. It's corn. They have the juice. (laughs) Ugh. It's corn. It's corn. It's corn. It's King Diamond for the rest of my life. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be really hard to not get you a Christmas present this year. What's that mean? Because I think last year we didn't give each other Christmas presents. Oh, do you want to give me one? Yeah. A King Diamond gift? Yeah. I found something online and I want to get it for you. Interesting. Very interesting. Okay, so that means you have to get me something, and then we're yes, even. It does. Yes, it does. <laughs> I will also get you something, King Diamond. No problem. <laughs> and then I'll return your gift, cause you can no! suck my dick, and you can fuck off, and I'm gonna move to Michigan without you, and you get to keep the dog. Just the dog? I don't get Oliver? Come you can, on. You can take Oliver. There we go. 
And then I guess I'll just have to drop Wayne off on my way up there because even though I'd love keeping this cat for the rest of his life because I love him so much. Oh, I forgot. That's right. Beth listens to this. You don't get Wayne. I've decided. I know I don't get Wayne. None of us get Wayne. And it's sad because both of us love Wayne so much. uh, Yeah. So sorry, Beth. He lives here now. No, no. That's not the right thing to do. I don't care what's right. I know. I care about what I want in my heart. This is and literally that's my sweet, lovely Wayne, who's this... been visiting me at night and giving me kisses. Yeah, he's. And a good then he boy. slobbers all over me, and I go, "Get the fuck off of me!" And it works out. I for love both that of us. cat. <laughs> he's a sweet boy. Anyway, yeah, you can have him back whenever you need him, but uh, don't take him. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be a tough situation, but I get it. <laughs> We're just gonna go find a cat that looks exactly yep, like him. <laughs> absolutely, I'm gonna find. Uh, Weir, I said I'm leaving. And You're not you... leaving. No, you and I are gonna stay in Holy King Diamond matrimony. I'm moving up north. And okay. you're going to stay in this shit town because you don't ever want to leave. Shit town! Shit town! Shit town! It's not really a shit town, but it's a shit state, that's for sure. Indiana can eat a dick. They can surf a butthole right into <laughs> Turd Mountain. Crash. A turd Mountain. Death. My favorite mountain. Next to Everest. Goodbye, Indiana. All right, let's do one more song and then let's take ourselves a break. Already? Yep. Okay, yep. let's yep. do this. Yep. This is a song It's very... Very interesting. Uh, oh my god! <sighs> you okay over there? Yeah, it tasted like a f- some French fries from Wendy's. It was it was good the first time. It was not great the second time. <laughs> Please continue. All right, the song's called "Jingle of a Dog's Collar." Enjoy out there in Radio Land. This Shut is up. what I expected from this band song like this is exactly what I expected. Weird? Yes, weird. But alternative and still kind of like easy listening, like not... College radio. It also, his voice during this part gives me the Timmy vibes. Not, not Timmy, but like... Um, the song Timmy, What's the where song? Timmy oh. is like, oh, flying oh, oh. off the roof. <laughs> Timmy's on the rooftop learning how to fly. <laughs> it's the similar voice, and so I just think of that song. <laughs> I like how this is like spooky sound. Yeah, this is this is exactly what I expected on this album is stuff like this, and I think it, it's. There are some things that are that go weird, but they later on, like there's a song that is just falls off the face of the fucking earth for me. <laughs> but it doesn't. It's not even really musical. <clears throat> it's just weird. And then there are songs that are just songs. Yeah. And I think this is a good in between song where it has like. I like this. Like, you know, the jingle of a dog's collar would be would be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Jingle of a dog's collar would It's be good delightfully right weird, but yes. it's also like decent music to listen to. Like this is right down the middle of what I expected, and I enjoy this. I do too. It's uh, it's clean, but it's weird enough that it's enjoyable for me. Like it's almost what I like started gearing Ralph towards, like my stuff. You know what I mean? Like 
I've told you I want to seem weird. I like to get heavy and stuff, but like I want to go weirder and sound. Mm -hmm. These guys are doing a cleaner version of what I'd probably do, or like what's in my head for the ultimate, like Ralph. But, We'd go heavier than but this. But this is like the same world. Like I like this vibe. This like artsy, ding, ding, ding. creepy, yeah. and his face would fit this song perfectly. <laughs> Especially if it's just some long stare with his wide eyes and his mouth agape. And his, he's got one of those like teeth that goes over the other tooth on the front. Yeah, he probably has gingivitis. Gingivitis? No, I didn't say that. You I've have gingivitis. Unfortunately, I do. The jingle of a dog's collar would be good right here. Jingle of the dog's collar would be nice. Did you did you look up Timmy's on the rooftop, learning how to fly? Why the fuck would I do a that? Small suburban house. No on one street in needs to hear USA. that fucking song, Timmy, to go the by that beautiful band called Doctor Smith. It is a similar vocal Smith thing song. that it puts me right Mommy's here. In the kitchen. Making homemade pie, staring out the window, trying not, not to cry. Daddy's in the front room, watching the TV, surfing through the channels, as drunk as he can be. Kitty's on the rooftop, learning how to fly. <laughs> Looking at the treetops, no time to say goodbye. We're gonna have to break on this one, everyone. You enjoy yourselves. We'll be back. To be true. I'm gonna let it play for a bit because there's some parts coming up. Her favorite yeah. ones are good stuff. We'll be back. Brothers in the bathroom. He just got a new tattoo. Standing at the mirror, piercing something new. But Timmy's on the rooftop, learning how to fly. Looking at the treetops. And now a very special, special friend song from our friends, Outreaches Philbin and Abraham Goddamn Lincoln. It's and Outreaches, two best friends, hanging with each other until the Sure, that's the end will be. Body little experiment for you and me. His brother was a famous TV guy who hosted a show in the morning time. He is a dead ex president who holds his dentures on with fix-a-dent. Hey, I told you not to mention that I wear dentures, you son of a bitch. Oh, come on. This was supposed to be a fun, we're friends song. And now you're done with fucked it all up. I didn't fuck it up, it's yeah, not a big deal, Everyone knows your teeth are fake. Oh, a couple fuck. of them are just pencil erasers painted white that you just stuck in there. Stop giving away all my fucking secrets! Oh, everyone knows you stupid old man. You think people are just that fucking dumb? No! It's because you're that dumb! Fuck, fuck you, you ah, piece fuck. of shit. We're yeah. not friends and we never will right, Here we go, here we go. Two best buddies. We're so lucky to have each other until we die. Until we die! Tell that it'll be you first, cause I'm gonna fucking kill you, you stupid old bag of leaves! Bag of leaves! That's right, I brought it back! Oh, I brought it back! I'll bring back whatever I want to! 
Forty times once, you think I could die again? Okay, I'll sing along. Back, we are back. We We're are back to a song called Butthole Surfer by the Butthole Surfers off the first album. Jesus Christ, Michelle, do you know what the first album was called? Butthole Surfers? No, it's called Psychic Powerless Another Man's Sack. Nice. Yeah. This sound is uh, much different. It's much punkier. I might like it. Who knows? But something like that wouldn't get as much radio play. I didn't so. choose this fucking album. Well, how would so, you have known? That's what I should always choose the first album. That's just the way I should do it. Because that's always going to be the one I like. And the one that I like. If history repeats itself. Ah, now, you mentioned Stairway to Heaven earlier. And I did. I said I was going to bring it back up. You told me to reason. remember it, and I did not. You did not. But I brought it up because there was a <laughs> Butthole Surfers album, which it turns out I'm familiar with the album cover. It was called Hairway to Steven. Do you recognize that album cover? Because I do. No. Hairway to Steven. So they love parody album titles. Electric Larry Land and Hairway to Steven. <laughs> this is a song called Ricky off of Hairway to Steven. I bet it sucks. Yeah, it sucks. Anyway. Jesus. Wow. <laughs> I was just doing a bit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. We are back, baby. We are back. Still talking about the butthole surfers. I don't know what else to talk about. I know besides they're interesting and artsy. But we're going to keep listening, baby. This song is called TV Star. I remember this one. I don't by name. I do because I think he says something about a car. I Star. Yeah. She drove me home in her Lexus car. Sometimes I get a Frank Zappa. I know I always bring up Zappa, but I have a feeling dude like this, who's probably not in the mainstream shit, maybe did dive into some Zappa. That's what you tend to do if you're not into mainstream stuff and you like search for non mainstream things. There's like a sarcasm to this song. This makes sense to be on this album. That I think Zappa also has. Where he wants to play that type of music, but he realizes it's overdone, but he still wants to do it. So he has to put a sarcastic undertone on it to like let you know that they know that this is like our cheesy love song about a girl. So how does it make you feel? I that know they... you're going to bring this up. I fucking do it. How does it make you feel that they chose this name in particular? makes me feel like it's a name of a girl. Oh. Why do you bring it up? Because it was your first girlfriend he dated and lost your V-card to. <laughs> oh, Christina. She was my girlfriend for I love how you many so. years? Uh, I have no idea. A little while. A handful. Probably four? Three or four? I don't really know. Somewhere around there. Did you start dating your senior year? Yes, I think so. so that's when I, I had a, such a crush on you senior so I'm year. I'm going to say like four years. 
probably how long it lasted. And yes, the V card was lost for, for both of us. Yeah, oh. yes. Well, I can't uh, imagine it would have been lost before you. Kent as far walked as in concerned. while it was happening. <laughs> I didn't know this. Yes. What? He did. It was. He like would come over at night every once in a while just to like hang out with me and smoke pot yeah. and uh, play video games and stuff or like listen to death metal or watch, you know, YouTube that you had to like <laughs> free download. Okay. And he fucking came in. Oh, I didn't know it. But like the next day, he told me like I, I walked it. I like was walking in the house and then I realized what was going on and I left. <laughs> and he was like, "Were you doing what I think you were doing?" I was like, "Yeah, I was." Was your mom here? Yeah. <laughs> it was one of those deals where she was like sleeping in her bed, and you know, the same thing you did with me in that very room. <laughs> I should have said Michelle. Very true. Not that you. Because Christina's the girl that I always get in arguments with about religion because she was very religious. And I was finding out that I was not at all. And in fact, had an issue with it. Well, there was that moment when you asked Kent if you should break up with Christina and ask me out. And he said no. That happened? Yes. And I'm, I'm glad it did. I'm glad it did. Because we might not be together today if that happened. Well, that means you wish that we did because you fucking can't stand me. Oh, look, I put a hat on did and put you, my no, hair I'm up. I'm glad we didn't get together. I think we needed time before we got together. I know. I'm saying you don't want to be together right now. Dude, <laughs> comfortability is important to me. And that's pretty much more important than love. <laughs> Just kidding. I love you very much. I know. Jibs and jabs at each other. I just wish you wanted to move out of this town more than you don't. That's all. I just don't have money. <laughs> you don't try to. And neither do I. And I'm going to start trying. And if you don't, then you're going to be left in the dust. Wow. Out of nowhere. <laughs> I thought this is where we make jokes. Out kind of, of nowhere. That wasn't a joke. Kind of. Everyone felt it. <laughs> oh, come on. I got to work towards something. His I can't just wait my, on you my, my whole life. wife. Well, don't tell me to get jobs at other places and then they're like, hey, we got to move. I would have never taken the role. In. <laughs> well, I'm not ready to move. I, I'm not. I, I have to save thousands of dollars. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> it's just I haven't been saving money, and I need to actually start doing that. If, if there are things that I want, I have to actually work towards them. So I it's will. not me saying, like, fuck you if you don't do what I want. It's <laughs> saying, like, I need to work on this, too, and not just wait I would, on you. I would love to get out of this house and get our own place. I'd love to get out of this state. As long as it has a pole barn for me, and that's all I need. And I, I think that it, moving to Michigan is so fucking reasonable because it's so close, yet it's so different. It's a swing state. I would feel like my vote mattered more. Wait, I didn't know you wanted that in our relationship. Sam, I don't even want to fuck you. <laughs> Let alone fuck someone else. <laughs> is that what you wanted me to say? <laughs> I didn't know what I wanted you to say. I just thought it was a quick joke really fast. It was. I do, You're I do want to say that we could do without this song. How about you? It's called My Brother's Wife. I never liked this song. I thought this was going to be my least favorite until there was one I disliked more than this. Yeah. But, but yeah, this is, just a, this is just madness and weirdness. This is just how I said earlier where I thought that that 
there are a, a couple songs that met like perfectly in the middle of like weird but still like songs. This is not near the middle. This is just Agreed. weird for weird's sake. There's, yeah, there's not an, it's not like a re, it's a song, but it's not really a song. Like there aren't structured lyrics or anything like that. It's not interesting. Like I understand that they have like machinery that they're playing with right now, but it's just like <sighs> nothing. I brings me in. Zappa. No, I agree. It's just a little too weird, and I don't listen to all of Zappa. Zappa oh, gets no. too fucking oh, weird. Oh, that's not what I meant. I'm saying he's stealing the Zappa voice right there. Oh, yeah, he's it has that the, vibe. Uh, yeah, he's uh, doing the, uh, what's it called? The, uh... Crepe Suzette. He always says this is the... Oh, it's on the Joe's Garage album. The central scrutinizer. But that's that's when I first picked up because he does that little voice every once in a while in this thing. And I was like, oh, this I voice tone of Zappa. And then later I was like, oh, there's even like a sarcasm that Zappa has that's in this as well. That like a lot of alternative bands, I think, did. Like, we know we're playing the conventional thing, but we're doing it because we know it's the conventional yeah. thing. We didn't do it because of the money. It's like, well, but same thing, just a different way to get there. <laughs> Speaking of conventional thing, we are recording this Saturday night and before this episode comes out. And uh, Sam, what do you think about uh, Aaron Carter dying? Uh, insane. Did he, uh, he said he's drowned in a bathtub? Yes. Drugs? He's had many substance abuse issues and mental health issues. He's always looked rough. But he's, I've seen him in the he last... was recently on Steve-O's podcast, and I recently, like last week, watched a clip of him talking about how things were going better, and he's engaged now, and his fiance's pregnant, and then he fucking dies in a bathtub. God damn. I have a feeling. I, I'm sure he probably took something that made him like fall asleep or whatever. Right, and he might even have prescribed it for like... You can abuse things you're prescribed. He had a it's Whitney one of those moment. situations where I still got that contrarian in me, and I still want to be like, like shocking, and I want to just be like, fuck him. Like I don't give a fuck about Aaron Carter, but in the well, reality, I don't care about Aaron Carter at all. I don't care about all. him, but in the reality, it's just like. But it's still. It's insane sad. that there's. You can have pretty much anything afforded to you, and you can still be completely miserable to the point where you have to knock yourself out like that. You know what I mean? Like. I really he's been are, a mess for a if, long time. I think it, 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 the older I get, the more true it is. Like, if you aren't happy with ten dollars, you aren't gonna be happy with ten thousand dollars. You're not gonna be happy with ten million dollars. Like, it doesn't matter. You always can blame things on like money and not having resources and stuff. And that is, to an extent, can cause stress. But like, also fame when you're very young. Right. He was so little when he and got you're, popular. You're expected to stay with that, like echelon cute that, stuff that tier of where you're at yeah, I think he was he like he turned on... creepy looking oh, too like, yeah. he's getting Skeletal. that scrawny like meth looking kind of thing to him where you're like that guy gonna try and sell me a watch I'm actually trying to steal my wallet at the same time and then I'll buy the watch and I'll find out that it's made out of play-doh dear god he was such a good salesman why are meth heads good at sales because apparently chattering teeth can really convince you to buy things. Yeah, whatever a chatterer from Hellraiser tries to sell oh, me shit, Jesus I cannot stop crying. myself from buying. It always comes <laughs> my, back to Hellraiser. My seven obsessions. Hellgazer. Hellgazer! A man sucking a dick. Works for me and you. Yep. Don't even think about it. <laughs> 
I mean, you can think about it, but what are you contemplating? I've never really thought about it that much. A man sucking another man's dick? You've yeah. never thought about it? Not in, like, detail, no. He probably does a good job because he knows what he likes. Yeah, but men are kind of stupid. It, it, I don't know. We are like, all thinking about men sucking what? off men right now. It's fantastic. <laughs> we are all having the same mental image as a I man was, blowing another man. I was thinking, and I think I brought this up before you, I don't know if I've seen gay porn. I don't know if I've seen really? a man having sex with a man. Oh, man. That's that's interesting. Or I, if I have longer than like a second. Bobby has opened up his computer before. Well, that's what I'm saying. And that was like the last thing on it. And he was embarrassed and I laughed so hard because I don't think it matters. No, it doesn't matter. It's just something like funny. It's just like fisting porn. You know, it's like I've never seen that either. I just because I just know. Well, that's horrifying. Yeah. But some people are into it. Yeah, but just a gay man loving another man's penis. Well, yeah, I'm just saying it's just not my thing, so I've never looked into it. It's I'm just not love, even, baby. I'm love is even, love. I'm not even shaming the fisters. Like, go for it. It's just not what I'm going to watch. Fist Same away. thing with gay men. I don't think I've seen a dick going into a butthole of a man. Of a man. We are not the same. I don't think. I mean, I haven't like watched it pleasurably, but I've seen men doing why, men things though why when i'm thinking about this i am rock hard <laughs> maybe that's why uh maybe that's why you don't like me anymore because <laughs> i'm not a man aha take on me that's the name of this song i was I hoping know. it would kick in a little bit better but instead it did this weird phaser thing at the beginning phaser bro <laughs> Don't turn your phaser on to death. Don't phase me, bro. I'm, <laughs> I'm phased, bro. Oh, is this good? I don't remember this. This has like a Foo Fighters vibe from the beginning. But not anymore. This is back right back into that punk sound. Punk sound, but also has that like folk punk sound to it. There's a band called Grindline. Sounds like that. They're like a skate band. Okay. They actually made the skate. They made skate parks, and the skate park company was called Grindline Skate Park. So there's Grindline Skate Park and Grindline the, the band. It kind of had this vibe where it sounds like a storyteller. You know what I mean? About a punk. Yeah, I guess I can't understand anything that's being said. Well, I don't know what he's being said either, but I just mean the vibe and the tone of it. I didn't expect the the punk ness as much that happened in this like i expect the weird stuff but not this as much this is kind of surprising this is that dead kennedy sound which ah, i couldn't figure out which band this okay that's dead kennedy which uh jello biopera worked with them this band he found they were opening up they were playing shows in california and jello biopera went to the club and he saw them open up for a band or something or maybe they played their own show i don't know but he saw Butthole Servers play and he signed him to his label for their first release. So there's some Jello uh, Biafra influence in this. They also had John Bonham, or not John Bonham, John Paul Jones produced one of their albums, or at least a song. Which would be cool, like... Yeah. Like, that'd be a, like, a little notch on your wall Absolutely. of musical achievement. We worked John Paul Jones. And I'd go, dude, sucks, it kind of seems... He's it doesn't work out. That's not true. I just shit on it because Into the Outdoors is written a lot stinker. by him. 
And I do not like him through the outdoor. Yeah, but much. he's not stopped doing musical things, and that's no. respectable. That was awesome seeing him play with the Foo Fighters. Yeah, and do all that stuff. He had a, he's had many other little bands and stuff, and I think, I think he's produced a lot of shit that we don't even know about too. Yeah, he's a hardworking man. He's a hardworking man. He wears a steel hard hat. Where he's like considered one of the people that like not invented rock and roll, but one of the most important rock and roll bands of all time. To like still be into things. Yeah, if you like things that are stolid. I just looked up John Paul Jones and I thought I was clicking on the Led Zeppelin John Paul Jones. Turns out I clicked on the porn star John Paul Jones. No, and you the see, Scottish you're... American naval captain who was the United States' first well-known naval commander in the American Revolutionary War, who was born July 6, 1747, and died on July 18, 1792. I was hoping you clicked on something that showed you gay men having sex for the first time. No, is what I tried to say, but you very sternly cut me off. I know, because I was talking first. Yeah, but you gotta learn anything. how. I was telling a joke. You have to learn how entertainment works, Sam. I work in entertainment. And what this this just reading monotone as fast as you can bullshit that is, is not entertainment. Entertain- no, it's not. That is entertainment. Neither is this piercing voice that's coming through your teeth. Guess what John Paul Jones' real name is. I'm glad you didn't hear that. I don't know. There's something to remark about my teeth. I'm used to being made fun of. I had to cut you down. Is that what it was about? I said that I could. I said that it was a piercing sound that was coming from between your teeth. Anyway, or it was through your teeth. However, I worded it. No wonder you thing. hate yourself so much because, like, because I hate everything about everyone else. Because if you're like insulting people as much as you do outwardly, I can't imagine what's actually going on in the head, dude. I think that you're a beautiful man, and I'm not trying to insult no, you and you hurt your feelings. Don't. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> My mom was so goddamn judgmental and critical that it made me feel so bad. And then I've become that. But probably more outwardly than she has. <laughs> so the uh, very thing I hate. Worse. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> His real yeah. name is John Richard Baldwin. Yeah. Remember the dog ripped everything out? I forgot. I tried to make a reference. And then we had to redo the... The second part of the podcast. Because the dog is too much. <laughs> Ooh, behind the curtain. You behind love that shit. That curtain. You love giving it away. I do. Give it away. Give it away. That was nice. Okay, I was looking for something about John Paul Jones, but it doesn't matter. Oh, you want to listen to a song called The Lord is a Monkey? <laughs> you were going to tell me something that he was involved in. No, I asked you to guess his real name. Oh, his real name. It's Robert. It's John Richard Baldwin. I already said it. Oh, I thought it was going to be like. Uh, Robert Plant or something. <laughs> <laughs> He's 76 years old. Good for, How old I is, love that people are still just rocking. Like there's no age limit anymore. How old is like, Paul really get out there. I don't know. Look it up right now. How old is Paul? He's got to be in his 80s is my guess. I would say low, so. Low 80s. 82 is what I, my uh, guess is. That is my guess as well. Wow. He's only 80. Um, well, still, he's 80. Born in 1942. Jeez. That's going to be rough. I wonder how old Ringo is. Lord, he's a monkey. Younger? I feel like I would younger. feel like he would be younger, but not by much. But who knows? 78. No, Ringo's older. 82. Okay, 82. How old do you think John Lennon is? Dead. <laughs> I don't know what he lived to be, 40-something? I think he only lived to be in his 40s. I just want to know what happens when I type in how old is John Lennon. <laughs> It'll tell you how old he was 
No, he was 40 when he died. Born in 1940. Older than Paul. Oh, Ringo. I was trying to do Beatles voices. You know how, like, sometimes when we're around people, like, I'll do one Beatles voice and they'll get a kick out of it, and then I therefore pick up that I can now do all of them and make people laugh more? I tried to do that work the other day, and I was like, Adam, tell me what Beatle you want to hear. And he just, like, looked at me blankly. I was like, don't tell me you as a fan of rock and roll. This kid listens to, like, Joe Walsh and brought up, like, Jackson Brown. Did not know the names of the Beatles. I feel like that's common knowledge. Yeah. That's like if, what I thought, If you too. know rock and roll history. Right? You like, know. It'd be different if he never said anything about rock and roll before, but the dude brings up, like, John Bonham. And Jackson fucking Brown. No one brings up Jackson Brown. Not an 18-year-old boy. No. He said, uh, I was talking about the other day about how I don't have patience, and he started agreeing with me. And I was like, then I was like, and then I lose my patience with people, and then I say something that's cutting, and uh, it's like a jab, and then I pretend like it's not supposed to uh, affect you. And he was like, yeah, this is what you do. What the fuck are you doing? Now, we had a conversation earlier about you being snippy, and, and this is, I mean, we didn't have this argument today, but recently, and then you argue with me that you were not- I am always not, a gem! That you were, you did not have any amount of attitude, and you were not snippy at all, and the whole argument- I never have any attitude. You weren't snippy, and there's no way that's true. You know who you are! I am a beautiful man who's always calm. You are a beautiful man, and... but you are not always calm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little stinker. I'm a little stinky boy. By the way, this song's not very fun either. Which one's this? The Lord is a Monkey. No, I don't enjoy this. I think this is the second song you were talking about. No, it's it? not. Oh, it's not? No, but I don't enjoy this song. I think that this song is Zappa better, voice. though. Zappa voice. I don't think this is as bad, though. I don't think that this is great, but no. I would put this above... The last song, and definitely above the song that I dislike the most. Definitely better than my brother's wife. That one, yeah. But it's still because this sounds kind of almost like a classic rock. Like it sticks with this part. It's when it like, goes into almost like a delic sound. Like when it goes techno. I'm such a non-techno. Excuse me, a non-techno Man. electronic guy. Yeah. It just. I, I wish, I wish I was more tolerable. Everyone, I swear to God, I wish I was, but I just. I don't. There's certain things you don't have to like everything. I know, but it's annoying to always be annoyed. <laughs> that music like that is something that is going to be polarizing, I think, because it is repetitive, just like metal can be repetitive, certain kinds of metal. Agreed. And the repetition is irritating. Give me a myth. Give me a musical mess, butthole surfer. Yeah, mess up, mess it up, butthole. Give me a messy butthole. All right, I'm just gonna let it play. That's and how it's gonna go. What's next, Sam? I don't know. We're gonna find out as soon as it comes up. But in the meantime, let's talk about cars. I'm waiting. That's the song title. <laughs> I don't know much about cars. You know way more about cars than I do. Let's talk about cars. Isn't it a pain in the ass? 
when you're trying to take the radiator out and they don't put the drain plug on the bottom, for some reason, they put it angling towards the condenser? Fucking morons. See, it's been like almost four years since I blew my engine up and I bought a new engine and it was supposed to be replaced and my car has just been rotting uh, outside. So I don't know what that's like. I haven't had a car for a long time. I think well, I'm going to wreck your van, though. <laughs> Please don't. You get to drive it. You have a car. It's not my car. I miss my car. basically is. This is the worst fucking song on this album. This is a nothing song. Nothing happens. This is even less enjoyable than all of the other songs so far to me. Because this is just, like, ominous talking. Sometimes it's, it's like, French or something. It, it, I don't. Yeah, it's a different language, but it's not enjoyable. There's nothing it goes happening. Goes nowhere. It's not interesting from the beginning. Nothing's happening in the music. Yeah. The voices are low. Like, and it just does this and the whole time. There's no uh, real inflections in the voice. It's just like blah 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 blah. Hate it. This this couldn't. I don't know why this had to be on the album. This is a this waste is, of fucking time. This is that kind of stuff that's like. You almost feel like they're just trying to be avant-garde. Avant-garde, and you're like, yeah, but it really serves no purpose. Like, it's just fluff at that point. And like, is that... It's a boner killer for me. Is that artistic? Is that really... Like, there's a fine line between indulgence and true art. Like, this makes me this feel is indulgence. nothing. Yeah. This makes me... No memory besides being irritated by it. When I hear it again, I'm like, oh yeah, this fucking thing. So, meh. yeah, this this is the song that really just does not work for me. Oh, 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 oh damn it! I missed the button. <laughs> You're gonna try and skip the song. Oh, oh, I may have actually hit the next button. This is a song called L.A. Here we go. At least there's a fucking bass guitar going right. Nothing now. was gonna happen. We were halfway through that other song, and it was just gonna be a whole other half of nothing happening. Exactly. So we heard enough of it. It's fine. Yeah. I made the executive decision. I have not listened to that song in its entirety every on every listen. So I haven't. I listened to it the first time, and then I do that occasionally. We listened to it in the van last weekend. Did we? I think we did. I think we just let everything play. I would tend to do that with you too. The band. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I'd I'd throw the fucking thing out the window, which would be my phone. Use that super distorted fucking. Where, where it's almost too much the whole time. I, I, I prefer it being on like a little verse and then clean it up. And I'm not against the music. I just think some of the other choices, like in this song, I agree vocally. It's too much. It makes it kind of like grating and less enjoyable, but the music's fine. I'm not criticizing the music at all. Not either. But I'm just also not a fan of music where people are... It sounds like people are mostly just making sounds, which is another kind of metal thing, not to dig on music that you like, but... Distortion is not your thing. It's not distortion as much as, like, well, uh, like, being okay with making sounds sometimes and not even saying words, which I know you said that there are people in metal who sometimes will just do that. I swear that they... I mean, there's the occasional, like, you know, those kind of things. I swear there's a dying fetus song where they wrote lyrics for it, like in the liner notes, in the booklet, you know? But I swear to God, 
in the studio, he just went like this. Then you're like, yeah, just write something, and we'll say that's what we said. I swear that's what happened. But so this I one like sounds like he's doing wait. like, he sounds like he's got lyrics, but he's going, like he's being sloppy about it. Yeah, like he doesn't care if, it, if he's actually Because he knows that filter is going to like yeah, hide it. Not a fan. I think it's that sloppy punk attitude is what he's going for there. I think the music works, but yeah, I don't... like hold the microphone a little bit sideways like this, like Scott Weiland would do. And then Scott Weiland would make this effect, though, with a real bullhorn. (laughs) It was a flower girl. (laughs) Me laying down on the table like that, I was like, man, I kind of want to go to bed. Well, it is fucking 9.30 right now. Yeah, but... And we are old. We don't like staying up we crazy late. We are not late. old. Sam, I am more than middle... I am middle-aged. You are middle-aged. What I am f- not middle-aged. Okay. My I, hair is beautiful. I am fully middle-aged. I am, like, over. I'm, like, maybe a quarter-aged. Okay, well, that's stupid as fuck. <laughs> Most of my grandparents lived until into their 70s. Yeah, but medical advances, baby. Yeah, and I don't eat well and take Doesn't care of matter. myself. I am going to die in, in my 60s. In 15 years, we're going to have nano ants that can mm. go into your body and fix it all. Eat they'll me, take ants. The little, they'll take the little the, the fat out of your heart, and they'll take it back out, and they'll say, here, doctor. Here's here, the fat. doctor. Here, here doctor. They're, they are. Doctor, check they have my a Swedish, fat. They have a Swedish accent. They say, here, doctor, here's a dinosaur. Fat that I got in the heart. There's tartar from the arteries. And then, and then the doctor goes, "Why did we program these nano ants to have an accent and talk to me? They don't have to hand me the fat; just put it in the bag." That's the future, as well as the clamshells. Because there's always going to be a problem. Demolition man. They do have. That's all truly going to happen. Don't they have? It's some sort of worm creature. Yeah, leech. That they have eating and uh, styrofoam. Didn't oh, you know really? about this? That there's some, yeah, there's some insect or whatever that that's eats styrofoam. That's huh? eating styrofoam, and I think it can help. Which obviously it's going to take What's a while. It poop out, and we're going to be massively infested. I don't remember that part, but it just triggered something in my memory because I forget everything gotcha. i absorb nothing which is why i'm not an intelligent person please we have one more song let's we get do. this over one with. more song it's called space here we go if you just read it though it says space butthole surfers it does say space butthole surfers we're sleeping worms that eat styrofoam i don't remember if it's worms but it's something like that something eats styrofoam baby Plastic? I thought it was. Well, styrofoam is a form of plastic, isn't it? Foam, plastic foam, styroplastic foam, plastic styrofoam. Scientists hope the larvae of the darkling beetle, nicknamed superworms, might solve the world's trash crisis thanks to their uncanny ability to eat polystyrene. Bum, bum, bum. But like you said, what is their poop? Is That's their poop just as out. dangerous? I mean, I assume if it's been through a body, it can decompose much better and faster. Mm, 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 mm. 
This is very spacey so it. far, this song. Kevin Spacey. No. He's uh, on trial for rape. Uh, or for molesting. I thought he got off of that. No, he's in a different thing. Uh, he's got more than one, huh? He's being sued by Anthony Rapp, the actor. I thought that already went through and he didn't get convicted. Oh, I thought that was still going. I don't know. I, I don't know, but... I don't know what their poop is, but they're also... They're not only just... They're not just going to, like, unleash a bunch of worms. They're yeah. studying the enzymes in their digestive system to see if they can create something that will then eliminate the polystyrenes. Bum, bum, bum. Okay, I guess I didn't realize the jury finds that Kevin Spacey did not molest actor Anthony Rapp. The jury sided with Kevin Spacey. I did not know that. Yes, therefore he's been cleared and Kevin Spakey, Spakey, Kevin Spakey is good again. Yeesh. He's clear, everyone. He didn't rape anybody. Oh, and I want to read about this, but I can't. This is not the time. Nor the place. It is the place. Oh. It's the place. We disagree. We disagree. Don't we? I've got to fart. We usually do. Let it rip, baby. Shit your pants. In the name of Lars. Oh, I farted. <laughs> okay. Here we took, go. Took two and a half minutes to get to that. And it's a four and a half minute song. Ridiculous. Artists. Come on. I get This isn't as bad as some other songs on here, though, so... I know, but two and a half minutes I to agree. get to it. Yeah, I agree. 36 it's, seconds at most. Oh, that's silly. We're putting specific time. If you don't fall within this guideline, this, yeah. this template made by Sam, 36 you're seconds out. in, and we're not kicking off the song. Too long. So what does it just cut off at that point and then go to the next song or does the song just not happen at all no i mean you shorten the fucking intro you do your weight weird space sounds and at 37 seconds the song kicks off and it could be as long as the song wants as long as we're kicking off baby i don't want no bore bore causes a snore storm because you love core core i do i do love my good friend core core whether that's Corey Haim, whether it's Corey Feldman, whether it's Corey from Halloween Ends. I could not think of a single Corey. Whether it's... <laughs> that wasn't a local reference. Corey Weber, whether it's... See, I wasn't going to go Corey Whether it's Corey Taylor, whether it's Corey... Oh, man. Rock Corey, whether it's... <laughs> <laughs> Gimme thought it was funny too. <sighs> that was that was good. <laughs> you should take pride in that one. See, Gibby Haynes thought it was fucking really funny. Oh, he shit. knew somehow. Well, back off, Gibby Haynes. She's my wife. Nobody wants me. Nobody wants me and Sean Connery. Oh. oh, my voice broke a lot because I wasn't <laughs> ready for that. All right. Well, we are finished with the album. Thankfully, baby, it's time to move on to my favorite part of the podcast. And that's the part where we go over some of those things that Sam specifically and only likes to call questions. I better take with I better take 
All right. So, Sam, we already discussed why you chose this, but we did not discuss what you think I thought when you gave me this album. Go. You know what? I don't know if I even thought about you at all when I thought of this album. But if I would think about it right now, if I put myself in that mindset, I would think you would just be like, you don't like really know. Like, you know the song Pepper. You're probably just going to be like, eh, I might be all right with this. But I don't think you were like pumped. I don't think you were worried. I think it was just like, okay. Yeah, I'd say that's pretty accurate. Like I said before, I didn't, I feel like if this was some hidden gem, what happened? I've been looking at this Electric Larry Land album cover all week and i just now noticed those two little eyeballs on the bottom left corner really yes weird yeah wow man i'm a graphic designer now and i just now noticed that i don't even remember what oh (laughs) uh, yeah that because that i had never heard anything about this album being some sort of special hidden gem i never i didn't expect it to be and uh how many times did you listen to this do you even know I started it five times. Okay. Excuse and, me, do it. But you didn't finish it five times. Let me times. take that back. I think I started it like six times. And then I would like occasionally start it midway through the album because like maybe I fell asleep or something. I think I got four full listens in with like pieced together. You know what I mean? Okay. Mine was five or six. I don't know. Okay. I listened to it because this was another one that... We were going to do the two episodes that we were going to record last weekend, but we only did the one on the night before it was supposed to come yeah. out. So now this weekend we are actually, fingers crossed, recording two <laughs> episodes. Uh, we know we got one done at least. So we did have you more know, than last weekend. <laughs> a couple weeks. That's true. A couple <laughs> weeks to do this. So I also, yeah, listened to it about that about six times. I think that's why I was disjointed with it too, because it was like, are we recording this time? Or are we not recording this time? Yeah. And you feel like you can't go if we don't record it that weekend. You can't go the whole week without listening to it. You, yeah, have, you to have to refresh your brain. Again. Yeah. Yeah. So it happens. Um, least favorite song for Sam. God, I honestly don't know. You, ah, sorry. I know you didn't like my brother's wife, but you seem to kind of agree on me on with some of this, but I don't know that that necessarily means that you believe that Let's Talk About Cars is your least favorite. Um, but I'm just going to say that because it was barely a song, and you skipped it. Well, Michelle, it's absolutely Let's Talk About Cars. Just dull. The drum beats, it's just nothing's interesting enough about it for to be this long and like drawn out and no one knows what's being said so it's just I mean, a very, sure. very confusing i mean not no one not but. no one but the majority of people they aren't american they're an american and it band it'd be hard to pick up because it's low anyway even if you did speak the language because there's parts like this where he's speaking english i can't still can't tell what he's fucking saying so there let's talk about cars uh yours is let's talk about yes cars. that's correct there we go okay, yeah, no <laughs> Um, and the next would be your most favorite song. I think your most favorite song, which you said is not Pepper. This is tough. I'm going to go this Birds. Was, I'm going to say the very first track. I think you liked the vibe. For a while, yes, Birds was going to be the choice. But I kind of eventually fell into a song because... 
while birds is my style, there was a song on here that was strange enough and different enough that it ended up being my favorite. It mentions things that I enjoy sometimes. It's a song called Jingle of a Dog's Collar. This is the Timmy song. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I just think it's its own thing. Like, it's the most interesting song on there. Birds is number two. You were mm-hmm. correct. Like, and anything that gets in that world is what I'm going to enjoy. But this one's so weird and so creepy. You know what gives me Welcome to the Dollhouse vibes? That's Yeah, that makes so sense. It's just, and it has a spooky Halloween-y yeah, vibe. Yeah, I just, it's just interesting to me. And I don't, and I, for some reason I like the, what do they know my love? And I think he hits that note well when he does that. What do they know my He just goes up. Like, yeah, you're doing a pretty good job there, Gibby. Yeah, well, Timmy's on the loof- rooftop learning how to fly. <laughs> Timmy's on the rooftop learning how to fly. Everyone do yourself a favor. Look up Dr. Smith, Timmy. Watch the video, and you'll see a man who couldn't take the time to not smoke a cigarette during a video That's shoot. funny. <laughs> I shared it not that long ago, and I know my sister reacted to it and liked it. Oh, yeah. um, what do you think my favorite song is? This was hard, because even when we were talking about it here, I don't think like you gave me a lot to work with. Mm-hmm. But... I think it's going to be the classic. I think it's going to be the hit. I think Pepper is your favorite song. So I came into this thinking that Pepper was because it is the most familiar. But there are things about other songs that I enjoy very much. But I it's... And then I, I want to like them more and stuff. But Pepper is just kind of classic. So I think I'm going to have to give it to Pepper. I think hey. that's correct. And I, I just enjoy it. And this is a great part. Also strange, yes. but very enjoyable. I feel like I shit on a little bit too much. I don't hate the song. It's just it's not why. I think I was defensive because I was like, it's not why I chose the album, Michelle. <laughs> yeah, you, you did seem a little defensive, but that's fine. And is I, this the song that has the beginning bass thing that you're talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. Go to the beginning of the song. Well, let's do it because I think you said something like you've never know. You asked me what's that bass sound. Oh. And I was like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Is it this song? I, I think it is. Go Here to we're, the let's beginning. Let's try it. Very beginning. Maybe it was. Turn this. it up a little bit if you want to. Oh, here it is. Yeah. What do you think that is? No fucking clue. <laughs> boom. Boom. There are some drums that like uh you can like they're like attached to strings and you can like a boom or like a a, a timpani it's got a pedal on it and you can go boom. But it almost might be an electronic thing since they got into electronic stuff on this. And that song is a little like not fully electronic but like the it's got electronic sounds going on in the background. Right. I don't know, Michelle. So I know that this was a recent listen for you. So I don't. Know, I'm not going to ask you when you first started listening to this, but just very clearly state, I guess, because I'm sure you probably said it in roundabout ways before. How did you originally feel on the first listen of this album? The first listen was. <clears throat> Slightly appealing and slightly disappointing at the same time. I think I I wanted to like it more than I did. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. But I wasn't miserable with it. I was just kind of like, 
I think this is just going to be a little bland experience. I don't think I'm going to like fall in love with it, and I don't think I'm going to like detest it. So it's just going to be kind of middle of the road, which is really kind of what it turned out being throughout the whole thing. I started liking songs more and more as I listened to them, just like I always do with any album. But You're rubbing your rigor mortis. Ooh, rubbing my rigor mortis. Would you recommend this album today with that in mind? No. I would not recommend this. That's fair. I would not listen to this again either, even though I think some songs made it more... I don't know. Like in, in the end, there I'm grateful for some of the songs. After getting through the whole album, there's some songs they definitely could have cut out, and it would have been a much shorter album. And maybe they just wanted to showcase all that they, they could do. That. I think they needed to shave some songs. I off. think it would have helped them if they shaved some of the fat, because I think there was definitely some fat. As I far agree. as rating this zero out of ten, all over the rock and roll kitties, I would probably give this a solid. Four for effort. Because it's not bad. I think it would be better, like I said, if they got rid of some songs. But it's just not. It's not. It doesn't even. It's not a five. For sure. Sam, zero out of ten. Oliver, the rock and roll kitties. I'm going to agree with you. It's a four and a half. Like, right oh, well, I didn't say that. I but know, yeah. but it's in that same world. Okay. For the, all the same reasons. Like, it's not a five. I feel like a dick almost giving it a four because I, I've given other albums fours, but I. You it's can't, a sliding scale. It's a sliding scale, exactly. So four and a half. Okay. Ah, I only like four. I'm going with you. Four. Okay. Four. <laughs> yeah. See, isn't it just being it comfortable felt, sometimes? It felt nice. better. Just notched in a little easier. <laughs> All right. So describe this album in one word. Huh. Oh, this is hard. I'll go first if okay, you want me to. Go for it. I'm just gonna say lackluster. Okay didn't have that pizzazz that I kind of hoped but necessarily didn't expect but I kind of wanted to be surprised still and because it just there wasn't anything to really grab me enough to even be like yeah I'm gonna definitely listen to this song again I'm just gonna say lackluster what do you have I have a word that it's gonna be based on the tone that I say it in okay but it still works interesting okay I, I, you know what I mean? I read you. Like, I could say interesting, but that's not what it is. It's interesting. <laughs> there you go. All right. That makes sense to me. So we are finished with the album. We are finished with the questions. And we are now. <laughs> that was to... my favorite voice I've ever heard come out of your mouth. <laughs> and we are now to what is next. Sam, you know what's next. We're recording it tomorrow. I do know what's next, everybody. Everybody should be excited, even though I bet our listenership is going to go down on this one. But you guys are <laughs> or fools it's gonna get if you don't listen. Or new listeners be- that have an obsession with because this Because she is a gem. She is a genius. She is a rock and roll queen. We are listening to the album No Rules by the one and only Jan Terry. <laughs> That's right. Everyone. Yes. Jan Terry in the house. She has infiltrated my life. She has, which infiltrated my life, <laughs> much like King Diamond for you. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So that's it, right? That is that's it. We're finished. Sweet. We love you guys. Thanks for listening, Thanks as always. Listening. We'd give you a hug, Indeed. but uh, that's not how this works. So you have a great day. You, uh,. Pet your dogs, you hug your children, you high-five your ministers, and you slap your significant others on the bootay and say, looking good, babo.
Yes. And if uh, you have a chance, go see Merciful Fate before they don't tour again. And watch the new Weird Al movie. Oh, yeah. Sweet. I can't go Weird Al, but I did it with my mouth. So, I loved it. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye.